0: Here we are, down to the end of the year, December 30th, our last day. Well, my last day of the year. I'll be back on January, pardon me, 2nd because January, January 3rd because January 2nd is bowl games. Not the case for our guest, Mike Dettillier, who, Mike, the weekends mean more work for you, don't they?
1: Yeah, that's why it's called football season. So, yeah. it's. But you know it what? It-
0: but just, it's cool with
1: me, it's ju-
0: fine. Just like we were talking about earlier. This is not, this job is not what you do. This job is who you are, is it not?
1: Yeah, at this yeah. stage of my life, yeah.
0: Yep, that's what I figured. All of us, we're very blessed to be able to do this for a living. Let me tell very you. Very much so. About the weather. First of all, 80% chance for showers, storms likely highs of 70 today, 30% chance tomorrow morning. Then it dries out for New Year's Eve. Uh, midnight, uh, you're looking about 60 degrees for temperatures throughout the area, highs of 72, warm New Year's Day, highs of 74, and then January 2nd, uh, man, highs of 78, so near 80, turns cool again next Thursday. Mike, do they do a lot of fireworking down there in the bayou or not?
1: Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, and, uh, it doesn't end at midnight either.
0: No, it keeps going. <laughs> it does all over the place. I was saying yesterday, you know, one of my big pet peeves are these people like about one thirty. You think, okay, it's over, I can go to bed. And then for whatever reason, they'll shoot one firecracker off at a time like every three or four minutes. And you just want to say, for the love of God, just just finish, just get them all out there. You know?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, it lasts uh, quite a while here, but, uh, you know... You- I'm sort of used of it. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if I didn't hear it and you know, at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And these
0: idiots that shoot these fireworks about ten years ago is probably one of those idiots doing the exact same thing. So we all have to be tolerant. Mike, tell me about Alvin Camara. What the hell is going on there?
1: I have no idea, but uh, that doesn't sound good. It uh, so really you, doesn't.
0: You you follow you're active on Twitter. You can go to at Mike um Follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Totilier. And I saw a tweet from Nick Underhill that Alvin Kamara's Instagram page went blank. I'm not a big social media guy, but I, I don't know. I, I don't what you know. I hate to ask you to speculate, but are you hearing anything about what this might be about?
1: I've heard, well, I hear a lot of different things, but that to me, you miss two days of practice, and then you have the coach. They will ask him about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. certainly draws up the flag. That uh, th- this isn't a good situation to end the year. It really isn't, and uh, we know that he has uh, certainly an issue off the field uh, that he's going to have to address and very quickly uh, after this season's over with. And uh, it's serious—a uh, serious incident off the field uh, for Alvin. But uh, this, this is. All of this adding up is not adding up good.
0: Do you think. For any, Alvin and the Saints. Do you think any of this could add up to Alvin Kamara not wearing a Saints uniform next year?
1: I think that that is a, certainly a possibility of that. The, the one thing with it is if you're going to move him, um, you, you know, you got to find a partner too, and that partner understanding that he's going to miss considerable time uh next year um you know it's it's going to be at least six games and i think probably this because of the seriousness of it as much as eight games and so you're going to find a team that's going to pick up the contract and it's a hefty one and then understanding you won't have him for probably at least half the year
0: deshaun watson syndrome but for a different reason yes in a different
1: reason and he didn't play quarterback. Yep. Uh, okay, uh it, running backs I can find. Uh you know, that that's what made Watson. Uh, however you want to feel about him off the field mm. because of the position and because he was very good at it uh when you know before uh, the suspension uh a hot commodity. It, they had all kind of teams lining up to get Deshaun Watson. And uh, it, running back's different. It's looked at totally, totally different. We see the devaluation of the running back position uh, come draft day. Uh, in the top two rounds, uh, probably two to three guys that get picked. And then you see a run on them in the middle part of the draft. But it's, it's looked at totally different. And what type of value would you get returned for Alvin?
0: And it's also what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league, right? And he's not had his best season.
1: He has not had his best season. Uh, I, I think... Okay, you're not running for the presidency of the United States. Mm-hmm. This isn't the Electoral College. That would be more than one team that would be really interested in, in Alvin Kamara at the right price. Mm-hmm. But what you get back i'm just telling you Tommy is almost be like nickels on a dollar they they're not going to give you much back cuz their deal is okay i'm taking his contract uh you know i'm taking that on uh you would have a couple teams very interested i have no doubt of that but you would not get full value for alvin because of the off the field uh, situation that's happening, and him go, miss some time, and the possibility of even jail time.
0: If that were to happen, I would bet you that when he comes back, if he goes to a different place, does his time, maybe there's jail time, pays his fine, his suspension, whatever... That he lights it up. That would be my guess. Maybe not. I the wouldn't be uniform, surprised because he is very talented. Yep. And you've seen it you've seen it play out before, Mike, in a league. Yep. Let's take a break. Yesterday was Sean Payton's birthday. Happy birthday, Sean. When we come back, Mike will talk about this I don't know if we spoke about it Tuesday or not, about this rumor mill with him coming back and Tom Brady and so forth. And I go for Sean Payton. I'm not sure that Bringing Tom Brady in for one year is a smart move or not, but we'll see what Mike thinks. We turn come back. We'll also talk about LSU and the Eagles. If you have any questions or comments, the O'Gonnard Jeweler talking text line is wide open 504 260 1870. Back in a flash right now, it's time for traffic on WWL. 627 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL. If you follow Mike Detillier at Mike Detillier. Uh, on Twitter, you'll see some great pictures, uh, some vintage pictures from the Detelier Archives. Always one of my favorites. You know, Mike, I think you do that sometimes just to, just to make me happy, and it does. The Saints' first victory in the NFL was against the Eagles. I did not know that.
1: It sure was. It sure was, it was first victory. It was quite a wait now. It was a November game. If my memory's right, it's November 8th. It looks like uh, it had to be
0: Tulane Stadium from the picture. Yeah, right?
1: and, and 67. So uh, they they waited quite a while. They were close, man, in a number of games that year uh, early before they finally got the the first victory against the Eagles. Now, that Eagles team I'd like to be playing this weekend.
0: That's not the case. Uh, not,
1: not the case now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the first win uh, right. was against the
0: Eagles. minute and a half left before we get to the news, and then we'll come back and talk seriously about Saints-Eagles and LSU. Um, Sean Payton, Tom Brady coming. You know, this is a dead time of year news-wise sometimes, and people make up stuff just to post stories. you think there's any chance, Todd, Sean Payton comes back, and Tom Brady comes with him, and do you think that would be a good idea?
1: Uh, no and no. Uh, uh, I, one, I don't think uh, that uh, Sean's coming back. And secondly, I don't think it would be a good idea. We've went down this rabbit hole uh, already with an older quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, you you understand it. And it, it, it's great theater to play that out. Now, if you ask me if that possibility could happen, What happens if things go south in Miami with the Dolphins? Mm -hmm. You have an 84-year-old owner who tried to pull this off a year ago with Mm. with Sean and Brady. Would he just think of that? Because that team's already tailor-made. Uh, that's a possibility, but I do not see that happening in New Orleans. I'd be sh- utterly shocked you think, if Sean returned to you New think, Orleans. Do
0: you think Brady's got another year in him? Because I don't think he does. Yes, I
1: think he does. Do. Okay. I, I think he plays another year. All right. And I think a team like a Miami or a San Francisco is where he's looking.
0: Tim's saying he's got still got plenty of arm, and Lord knows he got the knowledge. Mike, we'll pick it up when we come back here. Mike Dettelier, our guest, NFL analyst. Co host of Sports Talk Six Thirty, time for WWL First News. For that we go to Ian Ozan. Six forty, one nineteen before seven. Tommy Tucker. Quickly back to Mike DeTilia, our good friend, WWL NFL analyst, co host of Sports Talk. Mike, boy, I'm gonna tell you what, if you were to look at this Saints Eagles game and put it on a scale, it would seem like everything is in favor of the Eagles winning and there's not a whole lot in favor of the Saints winning. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Um before Jalen Hurts got hurt, uh, the, they were they were the best team in the NFC, and I still think uh, Lane Johnson also going out <laughs> uh, certainly is going to hurt them. And he's supposed to come back come playoff time because I think he's the best right tackle in the NFL. I, I've never seen a situation where all five offensive linemen from one team made the Pro Bowl. Wow. Not one, not two, all five.
0: That tells you a lot.
1: <laughs> that tells you a heck of a lot. So, yeah, it would be a monumental upset if you were able to pull this off against the Eagles. And they're playing for something. Uh, I think people forget. Playing for everything. That, in a a uh, big something. Not only are they playing for the number one seed, they're also playing for a week off. Yep. Because there's only one team that gets a bye from each Uh, The NFC and the AFC, if you're the number one seed, it used to be two. Now there's only one uh, team that gets off. And they want that to sort of heal up a little bit. It's been a long season. And uh, so I think they want to end it this weekend and beat the Saints so they don't have to be in that spot next week against the Giants. Uh, So uh, I think you're going to get the best of what the Eagles got to give you. And that's normally pretty doggone good and you have not matched up well against them the past two years you played them where this, the eagles have gashed them in the running game big time
0: um you think jalen hurts plays or what do we know he
1: did practice yesterday and uh, so we'll see how he reacts to it uh to that deal but it, for me, it doesn't matter if it's him or Gordon Minshew; they still a really good football team. Uh, now, Hurts gives you—he's a—he's a better runner. Not that Minshew can't run, but he's a better, much better runner than Minshew, and certainly a little bit better from the passing standpoint too. But uh, man, Jalen has—until he went down with the AC joint injury—he was having a MVP type season. Uh, for Philadelphia, I mean, Dad only lost one game with him at quarterback, and man, he's he, he's very talented and a great young man too. I got to know him a little bit, him coming to Manning uh, camp, and and how just how well he handled himself. Difficult situation at Alabama, and him losing out on the starting position to Tua, he transfers to Oklahoma and has a fantastic year there. Doesn't come in as a first-round pick. He's a second-round pick, and he just continues to fight. You love his grit, his toughness, uh, his mental toughness, and his ability to fight through adversity. And he's a leader. Uh, So uh, the Eagles got something going, not only for this year, but also for future years with Jalen Hurts.
0: Somebody always texts me about Gardner Minshew, a Gardner Minshew uh, groupie, fan, giant. Tell me about Gardner Minshew, and and would the Eagles be willing to part company with him any way the Saints would be interested in him, any way the Saints could afford him?
1: You could afford him. Uh, He's always going to be the bridge quarterback. He's never going to be the guy. Mm -hmm. He's always going to be that bridge guy. He went to the same high school as Demario Davis in Mississippi. He sort of bounced around the college football world. He uh, was going to be actually a backup quarterback at Alabama, and he got a call from the late Mike Leach and saying, hey, listen, I got a spot open here at Washington State. I want you to come here. I think you can run my offense. Uh, he told me the whole story. He did come to Manning his, right before his senior year. He was the Pac-12 player of the year that year. He put up some gaudy, gaudy numbers. Again, he's never going to be the guy, but he's, a, I think, a very good bridge guy to the next guy and tough, very accurate with his throws. He, he does take chances, and he's going to have more picks than you'd like. Uh, but man, he's a—he uh, is a ultimate competitor out on the field and pretty talented. I, I don't know that I'd want to go through any length of time with him as a starter, but I know he can. If it was a four or five game stretch, he'd win me a lot of games out of that four or five as a starter. If he was the backup.
0: I don't think we need any bridge guys. We got more bridges than uh, Yeah, Louisiana we got does. one already. We got plenty got of bridges. We got one already so, in Dalton. Right? So. so, yeah. Um, but tell me about the uh, Philadelphia defense.
1: They lead the league in sacks. And if I ask you who's their best edge rusher, most people would sort of scratch their head. Uh, they get it from a number of different people. And they come sort of at waves with you. Uh, they're, they're really good up front along the defensive line and at corner, where arguably the two best corners, starting corners in the game today, in Darius Slay and, and James May, uh, Bradbury, who they got from the Giants. Uh, they don't have a lot of holes, uh, you know, and when they had Chauncey going to John, uh, Johnson at safety, man, C.D. Deuce was playing big. He led the... Uh, the NFL in interceptions before he went down to the lacerated kidney, similar to Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, they're really good. Uh, there's not a lot of holes on this team. And if it's a hole, it's a small one. Uh, that's why they're sitting with that 13-2 and two mark. Uh, but, man, they put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. You better get that ball out quick because they're coming at you in a lot of different ways.
0: You know, when you look at um... – the rosters for teams, as I do, you know, when I talk to you, just to pull them up and you see these players that sometimes you forget with free agency where they go, where they wind up, et cetera. Fletcher Cox seems like he's been playing since I'm a kid. Fletcher's
1: been there a long time from Yazoo City, Mississippi. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that uh, came in as a big man pass rusher And uh, he's got a few years on him now, so he's not quite the pass rusher he once was. But he's a force against the run, still a good pass rusher in this league. And he was similar to Cam Jordan. He put in a lot of mileage. I mean, he wouldn't come off the field. Uh, He he doesn't have to fill that role now because they have other people, younger guys, that can step in there and sort of give him a breather. But, man, he's still rolling at his age, and he is still a force. You don't see it week to week. But every once in a while, man, he flashes you a game where you say, whoa, that, that guy is a big-time player, and he's still a, a good player in this league. He's just not the guy he was earlier in his career. But, man, he's, he's quite quite a football player, and he's made a great career. But he came in as this big-man pass rusher. And he fulfilled that for a long time.
0: Hi, Mike. So I'm looking at the weather. Philadelphia on New Year's Day is going to be about perfect. It's going to be mid 50s for a high with plenty of sunshine, and that is ideal football weather. Um, Saints are six and a half point underdog. I, 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 looking at everything, It's hard to pick
1: the Saints this it, week. It is really, and, really, really hard. Certainly hard on a money line, the certainly
0: on a, on a uh, on a on a money yeah, line. A, yeah, but, money line is really difficult. But on uh, I, you know, it seems like the Eagles could cover six and a half pretty easy. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but it just seems like I young. agree
1: with you. I agree with you totally. That uh, I think last week, man, you you got to give the Saints a lot of credit. Uh, They played with a lot of heart and a lot of grit, and also you fought adversity. You were down 10 to nothing in those conditions and came back and win. Uh, Those conditions aren't going to be there. And I know one thing, uh, Philly, they ain't the Browns. You know, uh, they got a lot more talent on that team than would the Browns have. And
0: it all comes down, you know, football is who wants it more. And there you go with the scale going way down on the ground for Philly. We'll take a break. Come back, talk about LSU and Tulane with Mike Detellier. I'm Tommy Tucker. Wwl six fifty ten till seven. Traffic now. Six fifty-three, seven till seven. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Mike, somebody texted in about the Saints and said, "And I quote, you 'You're dead wrong. The Saints have everything to play for, and it's going to be the upset of the decade.'"
1: Okay, good enough. Save that tweet for next week.
0: <laughs> that text for next week. You, you'll never text. Ta- you'll never if
1: if the Eagles win, and you you'll never get that texter to, to text back. Never. That's, listen, that's part of sports talk As sport is what you and I do. Uh, and what, what do the Eagles have to play for? First place, a bye, uh, number one seed in the NFC. You don't think they have something to play
0: for? And they play the Giants in the last week with the pass rush. You don't want to have Jalen Hurts going up against the Giants. You want to be able to rest him. So I don't know if Jalen Hurts plays the whole game. I don't know how quickly it gets out of hand. But uh, I definitely like the Eagles to cover the six and a half and – I think that's, you know, I don't even care about the the props with and anything else. That's just what I would go with. Mike, how much trouble are the Saints in salary cap wise and how easy can you finagle that season to season?
1: <laughs> they were in a lot worse shape last year. They were over $100 million. Uh, this year I think it's in the 50 range, but still. Tommy, I said this a few weeks back and I believe it today, you're going to have to make some difficult decisions here. Uh, with players and also coaches, uh, if it's assistant coaches or whatever. You're going to have to make some difficult decisions this offseason. Uh, you can't stay status quo. That has not worked for you this year. Uh, you were hoping the bridge would be much smoother, and it has not worked. So you know you got to make moves and uh, it's going to be a very eventful offseason for the Saints. Just put it to you that way, very eventful. And guys that have been here for a while, uh, I got a feeling won't be back uh, for 2023.
0: Give me some names.
1: I think we just talked about one with Alvin Kamara. You got to watch that situation there uh, and and what occurs. Uh, You also have a spot. uh, There was a lot of rumors right around, the trade deadline in November, about even Cam Jordan, mm-hmm. that there were some teams calling to see about Cam in uh, his situation, and the Saints didn't do it. Uh, so I think you know veteran players uh, making a few dollars, uh, you know you you're gonna take a look around there, and you still you still got a big hole at quarterback. I mean you need to fill, but what. I think you have to figure out is you gotta get better up front, offensive defensive lines. So to me those are the areas it's not uh the sexy thing to talk about. But if you don't win there, you ain't winning nowhere.
0: So other than and quarterback they have
1: gotten beat.
0: Other than quarterback offensive and defensive lines other than that, right, Mrs. Lincoln, the plays going along pretty well? Yeah,
1: uh, other other than that, everything went well. And uh, another player, too, and he's kind of been out of sight, out of mind, Marshawn Lattimore. Because of the play of Paulson Adebo, Alante Taylor, what do you do there? Uh, So you got some situations here it's where you've man- got to think all this out in the off season.
0: It's asset management, right, Mike? You gotta decide which assets are gonna be here next year, which aren't, which are valuable, which you can get something out of. You gotta have a plan before you go into this. In terms of quarterback, do you see Andy Dalton being the you know, the bridge guy next year, starting every game, waiting for the real quarterback to show up?
1: It's a possibility <laughs> uh, that that could potentially be the case. Uh, it's a possibility. But you got to go out and get you a young quarterback uh, because I don't think anything excites a fan base more uh, than having that young guy back there that's eventually going to be the man. And so um, you you got that part. You know, you were so blessed for so many years you had Drew. And you didn't have to worry about that. But eventually, when you sort of push that to the side, you're paying the price today. But what is really jumps out at me is they have not been a real good team up front, offensive and defensive lines. They haven't. Uh, you know, for the majority of the year, that's where the play has really kind of went sideways on this team. And on knew offensive line – was not was going to be an area of concern would that surprise me as they haven't played better up front along the defensive line
0: So if we're looking at going into next year with Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback, I think a lot of Saints fans and I'm just being honest here are going to have to lower their expectations going into the season because I don't think Andy Dalton's going to take you the Super Bowl are you?
1: Well, unless he's driving you there, uh, no, he ain't taking you there uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Some,
0: so Text it, and I want to get to this, Mike, real quick before we run out of time. Michael Thomas, that's another situation there that, you know, what's going to happen with him?
1: Yeah, and again, you sort of cornered here because of some salary cap situations, how his contract is structured. Who's going to take him off your hands? Mm-hmm. You basically asked him play what uh, – Two and a half years, a handful of games? And you know, we get people calling, well get a first round pick and a fourth round. What? From who? Uh, you know, okay, who is gonna give that mm-hmm. up for a guy who hasn't played no more than a handful of games in the last two and a half years? No nobody's gonna do that. So the ideal is cut him loose and and I'll
0: give him my contract. So I'll leave it with this final thought. If that's the situation, how in anyone's rational mind can you imagine Sean Payton? choosing to come back here and inherit that situation.
1: That I've made that point over and over on Sports Talk. Listen, it's it, it, okay you can float that idea and I get it, but when you start thinking about the situation when he left the team today is worse off than it was when he initially left.
0: And there was a reason why he left. Thank you, Mike. And there you. is
1: a reason. Yep.
0: Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you over the weekend. Well, Tommy. at least we'll listen to you over the weekend. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thank you, sir. Happy New Year. Mike Dettelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. Just telling it like it is. We come back-